0: Listen close. I am a craft master right now and know the shine coming after. Jay Hands, welcome to the Craft Master Podcast. What's the word? What's the word, y'all? How you living, bro? I'm good, man. It's excited to be here working. Man, we appreciate having you on, man. How's uh how's everything been with you since the pandemic? Uh it's been wild, man. It's been a wild ride. You know, uh, COVID has kind of deterred
1: and Made a lot of things difficult and uh, more challenging. But for me, I've been focused on getting better day by day. So
0: I'm living good. How have you been going about that? Like, what have your daily routines been?
1: Um, for me, I get up early, probably about 6, 6.30. Hit weights about 8, 8.30. Uh, get on the court after that. Have some PT about two times a week. So I keep that kind of schedule
0: about six days a week. That's smooth. That's smooth. You said you get up pretty early. What you wake up at, what, 6 a.m., right? Yeah, like 6. Jeez, and then you go from, what, 6 to about... I'll probably get back in the crib about three. Give me a nap then. Get your nap, but now you good for the rest of the day. What's your hobbies looking like
1: these days? Man, I'll be on Madden. Anyone that know me know I'll be on Madden. I'll be on Netflix. Uh, So I'll just be cool. I think uh, the Chappelle show just came out on Netflix. I've been watching that. Okay.
0: Uh, You You don't rock with 2K no more? Come on, dog. Don't get me started on 2K, man. <laughs> What's up, man? You don't rock with 2K? I ran you off 2K? Nah, I ain't run nobody off 2K. I beat you more times you beat me. And you shut off the power, but that's the story for later. Man, we got to touch into that a little later. I never <laughs> shut the power off. Anyways, man, let's talk about your transition from college to the pros, man. How's this transition been? It's been a year now, a year and some change. and. What would you say has been the biggest challenges since you switched over from amateur to professional?
1: Man, I think the biggest challenge is probably literally just being a professional. I think in college, uh, it's a lot of group activity. Uh, You're surrounded by a team the whole time. But when you're a pro, it's literally on you, like your future is on you. So I think the biggest difference is just embodying what it means to be a pro, being on time, being focused, studying things you need to study. Um, being alert, being communicated with your agents, with your team, uh, with your trainers. So
0: I think just being a professional is probably the biggest biggest difference. It's like oh, all on you. Oh, back up, back up, real quick, because that term can go over a lot of people's heads. Being a professional. I need you to elaborate just a little bit more on what you what you've come to realize that that means.
1: Yeah, that's that's big, man. I think for me, like, professional is more so like the day to day day-to-day habits pretty much that build up and create a career over time. Um, Even as simple as, you know, getting up at the same time every day, building routine, uh, building muscle memory to where you're performing good each and every time you're out, it's like being a professional. Sounds
0: simple, but really doing it day by day is a different story. Waking up at six every day ain't easy. Nah. You know who used to talk about routines all the time, being a professional, knowing your big picture? Ah, uh, Mr. Hines, Rico Hines, yo, he was he was big on that man. Shout outs to Rico, man. He was man. at the time when he was saying it because we used to go up there, you know. For everybody, for people who don't know, Rico Hines, Rico Hines is an assistant coach for the Sacramento Kings, and he ran some of the best runs over the summer. Best so. runs, best for the runs. past for the past two three years, and. He would, he would, he's a UCLA guy, so he would work us out and he would let us come up there and play. You guys are probably familiar. Some of the, some of the dopest names have been up there. LeBron, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and so on. What Rico used to always say to us was, know your big picture. That's like his slogan. And Got the shirts and everything. He has the shirts and everything, and it would go over my head. In particular, he he said it so much it went over my head. But now that I'm out of now that I'm out of college, I can attest to that. And Jay Hans, I'm sure you're going through the same thing.
1: Man, uh, I was actually with Rico today um, working out, but Rico is amazing, man. Uh, he did say a bunch of stuff like that. Know your big picture. Why are you here? Silly stuff like don't be nasty. Don't take your ball home. Like he he he's really big on stuff like that. And as you get out of college, it just kind of makes more sense. You kind of see like the day-to-day work, the day-to-day beliefs that you follow really adds up and makes a career. Like he's done it with multiple guys in the past two years. I think uh, Pascal Siakam, he had him in the gym every day. We saw him in there every day in the morning and then an afternoon hooping for like a whole year. He comes out and now he's a max player. Not saying everyone going to be a max player, but building those habits and focusing on those details will prolong your career and really make you a better player and also a better person. So shout out Rico.
0: Shout out Rico Hines, man. Shout out to you, OG. I love you, man. Let's move on from there a little bit, man. What inspired you to start playing basketball? Honestly, it was just really the love of the game for me.
1: Honestly, really the love of the game. I don't think I really started taking basketball series, as in like I can make a living off this to like my 11th, 12th grade year in high school. I think I started playing when I was three. I just really played it just for the love of it. Uh, my mom got a video of me shooting on a nerf hoop
0: when i'm like two so it was really just know, god just put it in me what was that moment for you where you know everybody kind of has that moment like coaches always say it, like yo i can only coach you for so long after a while something has to click for you yeah. what was that moment for you where something just you know just clicked it was like okay I see what's up. And you probably have multiple moments like that. I'm not just saying, but what was that first moment for you?
1: I think one, me and my dad was talking about the other day. Uh, we was at Torrey Pines my ninth grade year. It was like, it's like a big tournament. We, we used to watch it. It's a big tournament in San Diego. I used to watch it every year since like sixth grade. And then in the ninth grade, I had a chance to actually play there and everyone was watching us. And then I had a really good game. I think after that game, I got an offer from USC. That was my first offer. But that was the first time where I really like watched and dreamed of something and then actually went out and did it. And I think that was when I was like, man, I might have something here. Uh, But that was in like ninth grade. So that was a cool moment. But like you said, there's a lot of moments like that for me.
0: (laughs) Dope, dope, dope. What was your most recent moment like that? Man, recent moment. I I think a recent crazy moment is sitting there
1: guarding Kyrie day after day for like a week or two. Because after a while, you're just like, bro,
0: I'm sitting here guarding Kyrie earlier. And it's kind of crazy. So That's an aha moment. There's a lot of them, though. You've been able to watch some of, because you're on the Brooklyn Nets, you've been able to watch some of two of the greatest players of all time, essentially, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Have you seen anything from them where you were like, okay, like, I see why they are who they are?
1: Uh, Well, first thing for me is a consistency, how day in and day out they're being great. (laughs) So that's the first (laughs) thing. (laughs) uh because i've been thinking in my head like man bro not one day you're just gonna be a little off like not not they always on point so that's the first thing
0: on point when uh, you say on point explain on point like not just scoring but everything like they always it's crisp
1: KD. it's crisp like they they do what they do and they do it efficiently like the efficiency they have with how they play is amazing but you have to remember like these guys are number one picks been playing top of the top basketball for what? How many years? They're and they're they're how old? So like this is what they do. So, but seeing that, seeing their consistency, seeing like I mean, Katie seven foot with a handle in and in a ratchet. It's like wow.
0: Ratchet, ratchet. I, hey. I, I saw him play for a week up there and sack one year UCLA runs. And, yeah, I've probably seen him miss three times the whole week, bro. And he, shot it, about, he shot it about 60 times, 70 times. <laughs> I've probably seen him miss three times the it's whole the, week, bro. It's the
1: same hezies off both hands, but you can't stop it. It's just like, wow. I and mean, then Kyrie got every move in the book. His touch is crazy. So probably their consistency is, a, is the craziest thing to me.
0: Okay, okay. Who, who is your favorite player growing up? Kobe Bryant, for sure. Kobe Bean? Kobe. For Bean. Sure. Without a doubt. You said that quick. Kobe being for, for sure, man. Shout, doubt, out, man. My... <laughs> R. Shout P. out Kobe Bryant, man. RIP, man. man. Shout out Kobe, man. That's so many lies, but Kobe is for sure my, my number one. Easy. Your favorite Kobe moment.
1: Got a lot, man. That 60 point game last one. I almost teared up watching that.
0: Man, that I remember series. I was sitting in my dorm room. It was my freshman year college I was sitting in my dorm room. And what's crazy is, yo, growing up my entire life, I've been a LeBron fan. And at one point, I remember about 10, 12 years ago when it was the debate between Kobe and LeBron, who the best player in the league. I remember living in New York. It was almost blasphemous for you to be a fan of both. You had to choose one. (laughs) 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 Blasphemous. Blasphemous. You had to choose one, right? So you had to choose Uh, one. So I was always a LeBron guy. And I kind of. I don't want to say I hate it on Kobe because obviously you see the greatness. You feel me? But I kind of shied away from the greatness. And then watching that last game, I remember I grew up a little bit. I started to appreciate the game more. And I was like, I'm wowing. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of yeah. this dude. I'm a yeah. fan of this because his talk about mastery. The name of the podcast is Craft Master. Mastery. He, he mastered exactly. his game. He did. He, he mastered did. his game. He put a lot of hours in. He did. And I think
1: one of the dopest things about him is when he retired, he had the last year. He's always been known as like a fierce competitor, but that last year is kind of like really chilled out. And a lot of people asked him about that. He was kind of like, yo, I gave this game everything I had. Everything. Uh, walking away from it now, it don't hurt because I gave it everything. And that's that's dope. I think him and Brian are like the epitome of not only being a master of what they do, but affecting and touching other
0: people. Uh so those those two is a ghost for me. Man, Kobe Bryant, he did some things in his career, man. Man, eighty-one uh, was crazy, crazy, That's crazy, <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy, man. All right, man. So let's uh let's transition over to something very random. But I've always, I've known you for some time now, and I've always wanted this, but I've never asked you it. Back when you were in high school, you played in the the Ballers Life game. And <laughs> do you, <laughs> you know what Man, I'm about to ask? Uh that whole little YouTube thing. You was yeah, was beefing. You and you and Mr. Sexton. Man, bro.
1: I <laughs> was just what, a wild. Like, time.
0: What like what was that about, bro? I'm I'm actually very curious. I've never asked you and I know you for a while. Man, I just remember we was at the gym. I don't even know what happened, but people
1: started tweaking and someone he started tweaking. I don't know what happened, but <laughs> I wasn't trying to get tweaked. No one's going to just tweak on me. And then that's whatever happened, happened. But he for sure got me into a little uh, practice, but I, I scored him in the game. So you can call it what yeah, it nah, is. That nah.
0: no, nobody got cooked in the situation. It was just. Oh, I
1: like, don't, yeah, but I, yeah, I, really like... don't, I really didn't know what happened, bro. Like I was just, I was just hooping and I was like, bro, like. Man, I was just hoping, minding my business, and that kind of stuff happened. I, the funny thing is, though, I thought it was just another day at the gym because uh, it happened during the day. I must have woke up the next morning, and my phone was going crazy. I was like, bro, like, people was just hooping in the gym. like." But, shoot, that was funny, though.
0: You know what? You know what? They got that on camera, but it should be way worse than that. Man, Which that's is, what I'm they saying. Gassed, like, they gasped that. It should I'm be saying, way, way worse than that. Stuff
1: like that happened all the time, but, like,
0: it is what it is. That's funny, though. I remember that. That was crazy. Yeah, Yo, you still rocking with them, Snooby, them Scooby snacks? That's still your favorite candy ever? Facts. What's your top three candy?
1: Scooby's one. Candy. That's horrible. I'll be changing a lot. But Scooby's one. Them little sour straws is crazy.
0: I like sour skills. straws?
1: I like uh, Mike and Ike's. And st- I'll go Scooby's, then uh, Hot Tamales, and Mike and Ike's.
0: Hot Tamales, bro? Hot Tamales go crazy. I got it from my dad. Really? Yeah. Hot Tamales. Yeah. If I had to choose, I'm going, Trolleys. You rock with Trolleys, you know Charlie's, right? I don't the even little, know what
1: Trolleys is. They just keep it right. Man,
0: me. man, the little Sour Worms. They come in the purple and blue pack. <laughs> the little Sour Worms. Whatever. I'm going. I'm going Trolleys. I'm going Starburst for sure. Starburst is crazy. And then my third one would probably be. I ain't go. Lie. I like a Snicker bar. Man, does that count? Chocolate is candy. That's does that candy. count.
1: That's, that's candy
0: you don't rock with Snicker Bars? No, not like that, bro. All right, man, let's uh, let's talk about your college career a little bit, man. You, you chose to go to UCLA. Um, let's talk about what went into that. And what was your experience like at UCLA, man? I was there for all of it. But what was your favorite moments on and off the court at that school?
1: So I chose to go there because my parents, my parents from LA. Uh, my whole family damn near lives in LA, so that was cool. Uh, I just grew up watching them. So it was just like, I always knew I was going there. So it just felt right. And then at UCLA, I always said I was like the best two years of my life. And it really was like, it was, it was amazing, man. Basketball being around good people, but the school was amazing. It was just, it was, it was the whole package, but a uh, favorite moment. I'll start off the court, probably just being around you guys all day. Like I was with people i call like my good to best friends all day. And it would just be cool, just waking up, getting on my little scooter, and just kicking it with y'all. Um, scooters. The scooters. I was but, a faithful every day. Yeah, because it ain't like we was walking to class. and <laughs> were on the birds every day. Facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. But uh, we had some cool nights. Like, that one night, I think, USC played. UCLA played UC, USC in football. And we went out. And it was, I think, the whole campus was out that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you was wearing a pink. You was wearing a pink. <laughs> I think you was wearing a pink polo with a pink scarf. You pulled up to the crib. I was like, "Yo, what is you on, bro?" You Man, was like, that Cheers.
0: was. Yo, that, that was, was one crazy. of that was one of the best nights at UCLA. That was one of my favorite. No, no, uh, that that, that was crazy. But
1: on the court, I probably said it before, but I had this little stretch like during my second year from like I think I had a crazy dunk against Arizona State, and then the. A week later, we played Oregon at 27 and a half.
0: After that, we, we played USC. You know what's crazy about Hold on. I'm, I'm a, I, don't, I, mean, I don't mean to cut you off like that. But what's crazy about that 27 and a, and a half was you had zero in the zero. first half. Yeah. And you went crazy in the second crazy. half. Talk about that. Because I remember, I actually didn't play that game. I, I had an ankle injury. So I'm, me and Tiger was actually sitting there. <laughs> Me and Tiger was sitting there. We watching the game. And you shot one. It was cool. Shot another one. It was cool. And then you launched one. And we both looked at each other like, nah. (laughs) And then it went in and we was like, oh, he's on. Like yo, talk about like <laughs> when you was in that moment. Like what like what was you um, feeling like? I know you was, I was feeling crazy. It's gonna be went to the half
1: and we was losing. Of course, we was getting baked. You know, coaches getting the big his best bars. We were sitting there them. Barton,
0: <laughs> film room so smoke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we come out the second half, we still getting baked. And I remember I was about to come out the game. I'm like, well, I haven't even shot. Let me let me try to see what's up. I remember I shot one, like a Hesi shot bottles. I said, but that felt good. I went and sat out, I came back in, I think I saw a shot one off the screen, bottles. I said, bro, that felt way too good. Then I was like, man, F at this point, came up to court, launched that thing like almost half court.
0: That's all oh, me and Tiger looked like, like, at each other like, oh, And
1: <laughs> It is funny, it's funny, because I went and watched that back and I used to look at the bench to see what people was doing. And I seen that, and y'all was like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shout bro, out to I my man Tiger, bro.
1: It was feeling, oh, like, I don't know what it was. God just like, oh. And then I remember Chris started hitting, Jules started hitting, and then we came all the way back and beat them. So, Jules could have dunked that game. That's when I knew it was okay (laughs) because Jules can't. Jules has no, I mean, I don't know about him last year, but my second year, he had no bounds.
0: So, when he dunked that, I was like, "Yeah, God had his hand on this one." No doubt, man. And then we went up we went to went USC. USC and- yeah, USC. I
1: had twenty one ten. We uh, I got player of the week. I had a game winner. I think the craziest thing about all that is when I went home that night, uh, I turned on Sports Center and they played our whole game back. <laughs> you know the whole game? Sat there, I sat there from like one to three watching the whole game. Like I can't believe I'm sitting here watching this watching day. myself. Yeah, <laughs> that was that
0: was crazy. <laughs> that's fire that's a dope experience huh yeah that
1: that whole little run was crazy i think that really helped me like catapult me into my future
0: okay so you went on to leave after that run um and you were blessed to be able to be drafted last year so talk about that experience man that
1: was crazy uh that whole experience is crazy. Just little, just leaving school, working out. I went to Santa Barbara to work out for about two, three months, doing the whole draft process. I think at one point I was, I didn't get to go home for like two and a half weeks just working out for teams, being exhausted, uh, Time feeling like I was great, Time feeling like I sucked, uh, getting all the criticism, all that piled up into thinking about our year, everything, to draft night, so we're out I didn't even watch the first round, but I watched the whole second round thinking like, damn, bro, this is crazy. Him, him, him. And then to hear your name, I started crying. I posted on Instagram. You had a, a dope video,
0: there. too. It was a dope video, man. Yeah. I was posted on Instagram. Yeah. So
1: that, that whole experience is like life changing. Like draft night is you can't even describe it. It's like everything you work for is boom right there. But that was that was amazing. Uh, so my first year, uh, I was in the G League the first year, but I got to spend the first three months with the team. So that was cool like playing against professionals for the first time, especially people that was that good, because they had Kyrie, Spencer, Karis, you know, Brooklyn is really good. So playing against all them, and then transitioning into my developmental year, I thought I really got better. Thought I really understood how to play the game, what's gonna make me successful in the NBA. So uh it, it's been a it's been a really good experience, and I'm happy to continue with this year.
0: That's dope, man. Shit, uh the 2020 NBA drive right around the corner. Yeah, it's tomorrow, I think. It is tomorrow. It is tomorrow, actually. What uh what advice do you have for uh, the up and coming young draftees? Man, bro, it's a journey. That draft night is just a draft night. And you hear that all the time, but actually like living
1: through it is literally just a draft night. So the work starts that after. First. That's what I'm saying. Enjoy that night. I sound like all the old heads that I used to listen to, but it's, that's so
0: crazy. But you know what's crazy, bro? You hear them, and when, you hear, when you're young and you're hearing it, it's it like, don't, man, watch out. And yeah, like, don't register. Out, like, you don't want to disrespect them, you feel me? But it's like... That's
1: what I'm saying.
0: Yo, like, it's crazy when you think about it, because yeah. I still, like, coach, things that Coach Cronin said, things that Coach Alpha said, things yeah. that Rico said, when they were saying it, it was like, yeah, yeah I, I hear you. It's not watch out, but it's like, yeah, I hear you, but... I don't really hear you. But now, yeah. like, when you, when you got a chance to sit back and think after you get away from it for a little bit, it's like, yo, they tried to tell us. That's what I'm saying, bro. I think I heard
1: something the other day. It's like, you don't know life till life hits you. And when life hits you, all them things that you hear, it really just resonates with you. It but resonates. to go back to what I was saying, like, it's draft night is literally just draft night. But you have to enjoy that night. You'll never find a night like that again. So enjoy it. But, no, like, literally after, even if you were called first or 60th, After that, it's really what you do after that. that's going to prolong you to have a career and make a life for yourself.
0: Okay, man. Shout outs to the young draftees tomorrow. Good luck to all of y'all, man. Um, Let's actually let's talk about this story. Let's talk about this 2K story, man. I want to clarify this. (laughs) There was a time there was a time about two, three years ago where we would sit in the locker room all summer before practice, before lift, after practice, after lift, and we would play 2K. The whole team. We had a ranking out. I was number one. <laughs> I was number one. <laughs> I, was number one. <laughs> I was number one. I had a cool stint there where I was about number one. <laughs> and shit, we was living together. Jay Hans was, we were living together. We were roommates for that summer, and we decided we was going to play 2K. as a typical day at the crib. And I don't know where this came from, but I got a phone call from my man. My homeboy called me. He was like, yo, (laughs) why are you laughing so hard? (laughs) My homeboy called me. He was like, yo, come outside. I was like, all right, I'm going to go outside. We had been playing the game. And he was up. I give him that. He was winning by, what, seven, eight points, fourth quarter. And I don't know what happens, but all these dudes, Jay Hans, Mike, Alex, everybody run out the crib talking about I shut the power off because I was losing. Let me clarify some things to you. One, Westwood, that summer, was the hottest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was 120 degrees all summer, and the apartment was hotter than it was outside for some reason. We couldn't, so the thing about Westwood, this Westwood is UCLA town. It's a city in Los Angeles, people who don't know. A city in California for people who don't know. Westwood is college town. It's very, very old school. They're not up to date with anything. So we had to plug in. We had to roll up ACs and plug it in. But we couldn't plug in too many ACs because the power would blow. So the whole summer, we was taking turns plugging in ACs. But it got to a point where we were just like, yo, bump it. I'm plugging in my AC. F you. I'm plugging (laughs) in my AC. (laughs) So so that happened to be the situation. And the ACs was plugged in the power blew. Man, I don't know where it came. I turned the power off. I don't know where all that came from.
1: There's a lot of holes in the story. First first hole that I will address is the AC. It was OD that summer. It was OD (laughs) hot. I'll wake up in a full workout drenched sweat. Yo. We would would have to share the AC because you couldn't plug into it at the same time. So literally, you would be in your room with the AC snug, and I'd be in my room like this, burning up.
0: I would Answer have to call. Be you be call. Like,
1: <laughs> I was like yo P, that, you, you trying to switch <laughs> Yeah, that was OD. That was some kind stuff. But uh well, we started playing 2K and for some reason everyone was hating on me. I remember one day I was playing 2K and it was me versus someone and there was about four people in the back ruined against me. I'm like it was what's me. The word? It
0: was me. I was watching what and too. And then the
1: crazy part is coach Alfred walk in the coach Alfred walk in the locker room and he like, oh yeah, beat Jay Hans. I was like, yo, like, why are people on that with me? So I started taking it personally. Personally, I started taking it personally. Like I, I gotta be everyone that played me. So you 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 take that into account. We in the crib, I'm playing Prince. I'm over here whooping him up. He grabbed the dream team for some odd reason. I said, I did cool. not pick the dream, dream team. team. <laughs> I picked the bucks because Giannis go crazy. So I'm in there playing, but we get to the third quarter. I'm up by 16. He know he ain't got no chance. The let me hold, time, on. Bro, all, hold on. First of all, hold on, hold on. I, I let you tell. I let you tell. So the whole time I'll be playing, bro. Every time I look over, I see Prince doing this with his phone <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, what's the word? bro? I was like, I'm not gonna say nothing. Just keep it in the back of my head. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he down by 16. He's like, yo, my man. Bro, he was down crazy. He's like, it was like seven. <laughs> he was like, my man's calling me. Normally someone would just answer the phone right there. For some reason, Prince pick up the phone, go downstairs and walk outside. We in there chilling, all of a sudden the whole apartment go pitch black. Pitch black. When, when the power used to go out because of the AC, only like the microwaves and shit would go off. The whole apartment went pitch black. So we come running downstairs and Prince got the dumbest look on his face like, with the phone in his hand so you turn off the power you can ask Alex Mike anyone everyone
0: knew you turned off the power but that's cool I did not turn the power but what I will yeah, say cool. is I did not have the dream team I had you the had Lakers the I you had the, had the la- I had I had the old school Lakers <laughs> and So you I'm had not gonna magic.
1: Lie- Bro, you had magic Kobe <laughs>
0: First magic. of all you know you know how 2K worked that don't mean nothing you need some shooters but yo, yo. Giannis Giannis <laughs> was Dunking no, on Shaq. Ugly. Giannis was dunking on Shaq like it was nothing. Kareem <laughs> Shaq. And then I would try and then I would try and you dunk on Shaq. With I was trying to bake Kobe could only do so much. I was trying to bake with Shaq. And Shaq kept on getting blocked. So of course I was tight. But let's let's talk about let's talk about the time you didn't want to pick up the phone call to your mom's. I wowed <laughs> you out. <laughs> I didn't wow you out. This hey, don't dude do mama went and picked. hands like that. Don't this do mama dude, hands like that. Shout out mama hands. Love. This dude went and picked the Golden State Warriors when they had 18 All Stars on the team. And he was up 15 talking the craziest anybody has ever talked to me in a video game. But I was quiet though. And I came back and slowly but surely it went from 15 to 13 to 8 to 5. And he got real quiet to the point where his mom was calling him after the game, after he lost, and he did not want to pick it up. I uh, ain't talked to him. And after that, I ain't seen him for like three days.
1: Okay, that, now that's cat. But I I'll set, set my L's. That happened. My mom, I didn't want to pick up that because I was tight. But that happened. That
0: happened. I, I'll take that. Shout out Bob of Heads, man. man. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's, hit, let's hit the quote segment, man. What's your favorite quote? And why does it resonate with you so much? Of Jay-Z's
1: uh, a million and one questions. He said, uh, I'm not
0: a rapper, I'm a hustler. It just so happens I know how to rap. I think that's my favorite quote. Over to God, man. Man. Shout out to my man. brother Jalen Hands, man. Appreciate you having me on the Craftmaster podcast. Love you, my boy. Yes, sir. Very excited to be here. Big things coming. My dog, my dog. Appreciate you. Keep your composure, can't let nothing hold you, fold you. Running over any obstacle. Ain't nothing stopping you from perfecting your craft. Just get in your bag, show the world what you're made of. Craft mastery. Ain't no rapper mad as me. Insane, dedicated life.